back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets. I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to go over the New Year's Eve slate. New Year's Eve, we have four games there all throughout the day. Something that I really wish hockey would do more often on, on a weekend. They do it sometimes. I think that this is really what I would love to see for the playoffs is hockey to take the approach of NCAA basketball with the March Madness tournament and just have hockey start at 11 a.m. and go all night long would be much better. I am wearing, I don't think it's showing up very well. Um, I don't know why. This is green. It looks like a black on my screen, but I'm wearing my Christmas colored New Jersey Devils. It's a Taylor Hall jersey um, because Christmas just passed and I wanted to spread holiday cheer no matter what. So we have four games starting at 1 p.m. And I think the last game will end. Oh, man, what time is it? Yeah, 730 start time. So it'll, it'll end early on the, end, the East and West Coast. So all day long hockey. We have four games. And I mean, you can play the full slate on DraftKings. So we're going to go over everything. Um, starting with the Edmonton Oilers at the New Jersey Devils. So yeah, it's a six over under. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I'm fine with the over. I mean, it's minus 120 right now. So I'm worried it's going to get to six and a half. And, and then we're kind of talking a little bit of a gray area. Um, the Devils have been a team that have given up goals in bunches at times. And occasionally they'll play fine defensively. I think that their defense is a little bit underrated, but it's hard to say because they're, they haven't really put that into action very often. Um, a lot of models had, I mean, I know a lot of sharp people that were betting the Sabres to score over three goals against them last time out. And uh, the Sabres only scored three, so it pushed. But I, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, if, if smart people are saying it, it's showing up in models. It's hard, to, it's hard to say it's not a good bet. And if the Sabres were projected to put more than three, I'm thinking Edmonton could kind of do the same. Now, Edmonton did not look great or fantastic against the Blues. Um, they were expected to score 2.7 goals. They had two. They really, really rode McDavid into the ground. He had, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shot attempts, one at the post. He did not score in that game. Leon Dreisaitl, on the other hand, did, um, and he had four shot attempts. So what I'm getting at here <clears throat> is that it does feel to me like you can feel decently comfortable in taking uh, the Edmonton side in this is kind of my, my starting point. Um, it's minus 150 on the road. Doesn't feel fantastic. Not my favorite bet. Over six is, is really like I'm getting at. It's, it's kind of the better option, I think. Um, Edmonton is pretty porous defensively. They were expected to give up just under four goals. They gave up four. I think that's going to be a similar case. They'll probably be expected to give up around three. If they get the right goaltending, who knows? I think they'll be expected to score over three. So I think that a seven-goal game is really in effect here. Six and a half, is, it makes you feel a little bit worse. You, you kind of just like that, that feeling of the push. Um, and the reason why I always kind of like Edmonton is if they get down in the game like they did last time out, pull up their minutes. McDavid, 23. Tricidal, 22. Hyman, 21. Nuja Hopkins, 20. Fogel actually was the other guy that got the push with some players out. He ended up getting 18. So a, a guy that you might want to keep your eye on. He played with McDavid and Hyman in that matchup power play uh, two. Yeah, he had a little bit of power play run. And, and he isn't the worst rate shooter in the world. So a, a guy to kind of keep in mind when you're when you're betting goal props. Um, as a guy, man, maybe, maybe I'll throw him in the mix. Uh, he was... Yeah, he only had one shot attempt at one on net. So not, not the best bet in the world. I'm not saying that put the house on it, but I don't think it's insane um, to consider. So yeah, no, I, I like this game over. I liked the Oilers just fine. I think they're the better team. Could, could goaltending get you? Yeah, so Ice would rather take the over. Player props, I like McDavid. If it's plus money at three and a half, I consider it. If it's three on the shot prop, I definitely like it. Um, I do think that 
in DFS, it's worthwhile to consider doing the McDavid dry cycle route. Um, they'll get big minutes, but they are really expensive. They're really going to cannibalize all of your salary cap. But as I'm going to get to a lot of the higher price wingers, a few of them are out. Um, so that's going to kind of open up, I think, some uh, cheaper plays, but they might not be great leverage spots. On the double side, they played the Sabres. The first line went crazy. Brat, Hughes, and Sharon Govich all had goals. Hamilton as well. So that four-man stack would have been real, real strong. Um, they had a ton of shots on net. Jack Hughes had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shot attempts in that game. So this is the Jack Hughes I've been waiting to see. I mean, if he is going to be firing like that, I love him. He was hovering around a two-shot prop quite often. I'm, I'm right back on it here. I love Jack Hughes. Takes the break. And that line was just awesome together. Uh, Zaka had a ton of shots too. Now they're not playing the Sabres, but the Oilers can give up shots. I, I don't think that they're a completely unwilling to and i mean they gave up a quite a few shots to the blues so with some guys out um i think it's a good bet i think this over is a good bet i think there's some shot props that have value in jack hughes and mcdavid it may be even dry settle I, i'd like to see the line first um but that's where i'm gonna be looking and then jack hughes to get a point you know to get an assist to get a goal bet them all three uh, i think it's a fun time moving on to game number two we have the anaheim ducks at the vegas golden knights in a matchup that has all the value in dfs so I want to quickly say a quick get well soon to Max Pacioretty who had wrist surgery. He will definitely be out and probably for a little while, um, which obviously without uh, spoiling it changed what the um, Vegas Golden Knights tried to do in their six to three win. They played good. Um, Marcheseau so had two goals. Uh, Smith had a goal and that line did really, really, really well for them. Um, Marcheseau, so Carlson and Smith that is. So yeah, we're not going to have Pacioretty in this one. It's going to change everything about, you know, the, the makeup of this team and the slate. So I think that line probably stays intact. I don't know who's going to move up and who's going to move down. Um, but I, you know, I definitely want to consider something on this Vegas side, uh, what it's going to be for me. I'm not sure yet. I think March is probably just the easiest bet for whatever he's going to be at, but I'm worried that the lines are going to be not as advantageous. Um, Carlson hit the post in that game, so really close to scoring in his own right. His goal prop has been a lot worse than Marcheseau, which might be justifiable, but I don't think it's insane to think that he could be back on track. Um, the Anaheim Ducks rostered a different team without Zegras. I mean, they ran 11 and 7, meaning 11 forwards, 7 defensemen, opened up some more ice time, got stuff at 23 minutes. Lunderstrom led them at five on five time, and he played with Raquel and Milano, took over his the, the Zegras role, was not on the first power play. So yeah, uh, they, I would say, got beaten pretty good by Vancouver, even though it was a two-to-one overtime loss. I think Vancouver got the best of them by, by a little more than that. I mean, the expected goals weren't um, out of this world. Vancouver expected four. They were expected about 2.7. 2. Um, and, and, yeah, like I said, they really didn't have anyone that played unbelievably well. Uh, it, it, that's going to happen. I mean, we don't know. Could Zegers come back? I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to find out tomorrow. That's the tough part about recording the day in advance is you don't know until it's kind of right there in front of you. Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of of the mindset of on this game, the under six seems fine to me, especially right now without Marcus. So I mean, without Pacioretty, without Zegers, the under six is a good bet, uh, just, just straight up. So that's kind of where my head's at initially here. And then Vegas at home, it's fine, but I think minus 175 is a little bit, a little bit insane. Um, I'm hoping it gets a little bit better when the line hopefully shifts with the patch ready news. So that's kind of where my head's at with that one. The next game is the Rangers at the lightning. The lightning are on a true back-to-back -back, um, 
back to back to back. No, they played on the 28th. They were off on the 29th and now they're on a back to back um, at home. So they played in Florida and now they're going home to play the Rangers. So yeah, Tampa Bay, I mean, right now in the resume recording, they're, they're losing to Florida. I think it's four to one, maybe. Um, yeah, they're just not a team I have a ton, a ton of time for right now, personally. No Kucherov, points back, but they're expensive on DraftKings. I haven't really talked much about DraftKings here. I'll get to that maybe at the end then. Um, I don't have an aversion to getting a little bit of shot prop um, type of look. I bet the point line uh, for Thursday night, uh, he was expected, uh, his expected goals were over one against Montreal. And obviously Florida is a much better team, but I kind of went back to the well with it is what it is. He had a million shot attempts in that one. So I thought maybe he'd be back on track, but it is what it is. So we'll see what happens with that bet. But um, I, I do think it, it's really hard for me to get away from the top guys in Tampa as far as shot props are concerned. And on a back-to-back, I really just don't love kind of getting in on that action. They might just play a slower paced game, uh, try to you know suffocate the Rangers and, and just that's the way it's going to go. Um, with the goaltending situation in Tampa with Manny, like or, uh, Maxime Legacy kind of being the guy I don't know who they're going to have in net. I don't know if Vasilevsky will be back. We don't know right now. So I am just more of not trying to touch the over-under at this point, and I, I have to wait and see. If if it's legacy in net, yeah, I mean, the over is probably decently likely. The guy is giving up goals in bunches. Um, the Rangers should have Shesterkin probably in net. I believe that might be the case, but I don't know if they said officially yet. Um, yeah, they didn't say officially at practice. So we don't really know. Their lines were as expected. Criders have been in Jed Kako, Panarin, Stroman, Hunt, and then, you know, the rest, Lafreniere on the third line. And there was no sign of Philip Hedl, so he's probably not going to be in this one. Um, the Rangers can push pace okay, and, and they, they're they fine. Um, they're defensively, I don't know. I, again, this, this matchup to me is really predicate on the goaltending. If Vasilevsky's in net and you give me an over six, I'm taking the under. You know, Vasi versus Durkin all day. If you tell me his legacy, no way. I, I just don't know right now what to expect. Uh, without any news so we're gonna have to find out tomorrow on that um and that's also gonna change the lines too right now you give me rangers plus 130 with manny or maxine legacy and that yeah i'm taking that every day of the week um that's really where this game's at it's got to be a wait and see i, I just, just can't justify the top this right now and our last game of the night is washington at detroit detroit plus 120 at home washington minus 140 over under five and a half i like the over i mean it doesn't take a take a genius here i think it's gonna end up maybe getting to six, the odds uh, minus 120 right now on that over five and a half. Uh, but you give me any game with Ovechkin. I mean, the guy, the guy is absolutely awesome. I think that Detroit has enough with that top line to cause a problem for Washington and, and kind of their, my, in my opinion, lack of depth. So <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, in the last game, Washington gave up three on two and a half, uh, 2.2 expected goals. I just don't really find their goaltending and, and defense to be very, very good. Um, they had a lot of power play time in that game. Like I'm saying, like they really should have won by more than two goals is the point I'm trying to make here. They win five to three just because of how good their goal scorers are. Um, and I'm just thinking that they find a way to score a few on Detroit and Detroit gets some back because they're just not the best team in net. Um, that's the easiest way of betting on this is going over the five and a half. I personally probably just won't touch the minus 140 uh, for Washington. I think it's the better uh, uh, the better bet for sure. I mean, Detroit, I don't think is that great. Um, they're, they're fine, but they're well rested. They haven't played a game yet since the COVID break. They've been on pause for quite some time now. Their last game, oh boy, coming back in, on the 18th, that's you know 12 days off. I, I just don't really see a need to bet it. I, I think you honestly might find more of the sharp money going to the, the Red Wings just because of that. 
I'm not really in the business. I'd rather have a little bit more fun with this game. Take OV to score, you know, take uh, maybe even over a point and a half for Ovechkin if you can get it and, and just have fun with this game. Go with the over and enjoy it. It's it's New Year's Eve. Have a glass of champagne and watch Ovechkin play hockey. It's There's no better option. Um, as far as the DraftKings slate is concerned, I do think that there is value in these Red Wings. Lucas Raymond is 4,300. Larkin, 63. I think that, that you could really look at this game as um, good leverage off of how it, how highly owned Edmonton money that being against the Devils and say that these two games seem like better options, in my opinion, for maybe the office of explosion that we'd like to see and kind of getting those kind of game stacks together um, instead of taking the McDavid's and all that stuff getting Ovechkin, et cetera, and company might be a good leverage play. That That's probably my best take on the whole slate at this point in time. But, you know, in any DFS you're doing, if you're going to bet on the drafting slate, you want to maximize correlation. You want to maximize the ownership leverage that you can get. I mean, it, it, a four-game slate, it's going to be tough. Um, and you want to maximize the projections that you're using. Uh, if you have a game that you have a really high expected goal, you want to run with it, go right ahead but you might run into other people that have those similar projections and the ownership's going to skyrocket on a board game slate. So do with that what you will. Um, I think that there's enough value pieces that I've already mentioned that could get you there. So yeah, I think that's pretty much going to do it for this slate. Enjoy the four game slate. Happy new year. Uh, make your resolution to win more bets um, and make another resolution to rate, review, comment, do all that fun stuff. We love it. Uh, and if you need any more advice, uh, my DMs are always open. I'm always talking to people in there. I've gone over some strategy and watch my bonus video that should be coming out. I'm guessing around the same time. I should be out today when you're listening or, or watching this. Um, I'm excited. I think it's a good strategy and I'm going to just let you listen to it and tell me what you think. Um, a new way of kind of looking at hockey and betting on it. Enjoy and have a wonderful new year. Mm-hmm.